Let's talk about how to be positive when everything around you is negative. Here's the tough thing about this situation. The underlying keyword here is everything. When the sun is shining, it's easy to be smiling. It's easy to have fun. It's easy to enjoy your life. But when things start going wrong, that's when it's extremely difficult to be positive. It's really important to note that when you or a friend of yours or a family member is not doing well, it's not because they haven't thought about being positive. They try, but it's extremely difficult to be in a positive mindset when everything around you seems to be negative. And the problem is it turns into a snowball effect. If you're in a negative mindset, you're going to see more negative things throughout the day. If you're more stressed out, if you're angry because of whatever relationship things, school things, things aren't going well with your employer, all of a sudden you're going to see more negatives throughout the day. Not necessarily because they're created magically, but because you're in a bad place, you're going to magnify all the negative events and they're going to build up. And that's how you hear these stories of people just snapping one day because all that negativity builds up and it's uh, frankly almost it almost gets impossible to keep up with. The hope is if you ever go to a counselor or a therapist or a psychologist, there's one issue to tackle, whether it's an alcohol problem, a relationship problem, a school problem, a problem with your wife. If there's one problem, that's one thing. The place where this whole positivity thing gets really tricky is when there's a bunch of different branches that are all connected together. Okay. Your relationship is in the gutter. Like that's a problem for you because you care about your relationship. Why is that a problem? Well, it's a problem because you care about your partner. And the reason why your relationship is in the gutter is because you have an alcohol problem. So now that's two. Your alcohol problem has led to the demise of your relationship, not to mention you got fired from your job. You got fired from your job, you've got an alcohol problem, and your relationship is non-existent. Here's where it gets really tough. Now you look at that individual and you say, okay, dude, think positive thoughts. What does that mean? Because what a lot of people are going to do, they're going to look at you and go, what do I have to be positive about? If I just lost my job and I have an alcohol problem and my wife left me, what exactly do you want me to be happy about? That's not the guy that you say, oh, well, look, at least the sun's out, you know, and you should be grateful because we have food on the table. I read in this book, it's not my idea. The person said, look, if you have a bad headache, like a really bad headache, it doesn't matter if there's an earthquake in another city that kills hundreds upon thousands of people. You won't care because you're so preoccupied with that headache. My worry is that people are so engulfed by their own personal problems that it's very hard to say, well, you know, look on the bright side and to silver line it. So the question becomes, Daniel, what do you do? If someone's in a negative place, what do you say? Because if you don't say, well, look, you know, you got to be positive. You know, it can get better. You can do it. I believe in you. Well, then what do you do? Do you talk about the negative? Do you say, yeah, you know what? It does really suck. Look, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm a psychology student who's taken a couple of counseling courses. And my belief is that first and foremost, if an individual is in a place where there are so many negative things going on in their life, you have to begin by slowing it down. What I mean by that is a, is a common factor is overwhelming. I've, I've said this a long time ago. Generally speaking, it's not just one thing that causes this catastrophe. It's a series of things. And so many of them happen back to back. The individual doesn't even know which one to focus on. So 
so the question becomes, how do we move forward? Do we even want to move forward? Like, like that's a real question. Because when all you see is negativity and you know what you should do, like if you just remember one thing from this entire talk, it should be this. You know what you should do. You know you should be exercising. You know you should be taking care of your body. You know you shouldn't be staying up late on social media. It's like, it's not a question of not knowing. It's a question of, are you committed enough to get better? You are responsible for your own health. You are responsible to take care of yourself and to treat yourself with kindness and love and to motivate and criticize yourself when necessary. As a person living in the society, you need to be the best that you can be so you can give back not only for yourself, but for the people around you. So you can be a better friend, a better employee, a better girlfriend or boyfriend. And if you're in a bad place, you can't do that. So the first thing that we do is we look within. This is really important. I don't want people to listen to this and go, oh, Daniel's saying if you're in a bad place, just suck it up and be the best you can be. It's actually the opposite. If you're in a bad place, the first thing that you do is that you recognize that you're in a bad place. Check. There are too many things going on in my life that I can't be positive. And saying, well, just don't think about it, or it's not a big deal, or we'll look on the bright side, isn't going to cut it. So my recommendation, first and foremost, is talk to a counselor. These are individuals who have specialized, who have experience, who have taken time to study and looked at literature about how to talk to people, how to help organize your thoughts from a variety of different theories, whether it's existential, humanistic, psychoanalytic, behavioral, and with their different theories and with their expertise and knowledge, they can help you out. And look, it's not going to be this magical session where you sit down and they give you the answer immediately, but it's, they can help you take command of your ship. You are the captain of your ship, but you have, you're not steering it. You've let go of the steering wheel. I don't know where you are. Maybe the waters are rocky. Maybe the steering wheel came off. Maybe it's rainy. Maybe it's stormy. They can help you make sure that you feel confident and that you can set sail. That you can choose the path of your own ship. They can't steer it for you. They can't sail your ship. But they can help you sail yours. That's the first thing I'd say. The second thing I'd say is this. Look, you've got plenty of reasons to be negative. Like, if someone's like, oh, Daniel, I'm in a bad place, but I shouldn't be. I shouldn't feel this way. It's like, why shouldn't you? Dude, if you got fired from your job and you cared about your job, why shouldn't you be upset? I should feel positive right now. Really? I mean, you told me how much you cared about that job. I don't think you should feel very positive right now. What I mean to say is it's perfectly normal to have certain feelings that are negative. Now, if one begins to recognize those feelings, sits with that negativity, and the next part is, look, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So what can I do to change how I feel? The first part we talked about is awareness and acceptance. And that just means not denying reality. If your life sucks right now, you might literally just have to accept it and go, okay, this is my life. I don't like these certain things that are going on. So be it. Okay. 
What can I do about it? What can I change? Is it in my hands to change? Sometimes you're in a position where the thing that's bothering you is literally not in your hands. And in that case, now the, the trajectory of what you have to do is different as opposed to it being in your hands. Because if it's in your hands, then you can do something about it. If it's not in your hands, maybe the best thing you can do is just not ruminate about it. Not sit and not just think about it over and over and over again, which gets extremely difficult. What's important when looking at a positive mindset, when you are in a really, really negative place, is this. You have a duty to yourself. You have only so much time on this earth. And if you want to be upset, be upset. If you want to be angry, be angry. If you want to stay in bed, stay in bed. But you have to take responsibility for your life. There are certain things that have happened to you that are not your fault. And I understand it sounds like I just contradicted myself, but hear me out. Some things that happen to you are not your fault. And you should not blame yourself for them. However, the way that you're feeling right now and the way which you respond, that is 100% your fault. If you are in a bad mood and you're really upset and you choose to be in bed for the next three weeks, that's your choice. If you, if you choose to be in bed. As opposed to saying, you know what? I know I feel terrible, but I'm going to go out for a walk, just a short walk around my place, get some sun, 10 minutes. That's also your choice. I'm a huge believer in that when we can begin to recognize what the problem is and what can I control. If I can't control, we'll put it off to the side. If I can control, I want to do everything that I can possible to help my mood increase. So what are some things I can do to help increase my mood? Very practical. The first thing is exercise. Exercise can come in many forms. It could be a, a moderate walk, jog. It could be a run. If you like going to the gym, it could be weightlifting. Whatever, it could be ultimate frisbee, volleyball, basketball with your friends, shadow boxing, dancing, yoga. These will literally make you feel better. These will release endorphins that will overall reduce your stress or I mean, a more appropriate term would be increase your stress tolerance and will make you feel better in the long run. Literally. So exercise is the first thing that you can do. Another big one is listening to music. Songs that you really enjoy listening to. A third one is watching something, a movie that you love, or TV show, or um, preferably something comedic, something to make you laugh. If you're in a really bad place and you can watch a show or TV show or movie that can put a smile on your face, that's huge. Don't take that for granted. The food that you eat. I cannot emphasize the importance of the food that you eat impacting how you feel. I'm talking about your fruits, your berries, your apples, your bananas, your vegetables, your carrots, your broccoli, your protein, your chicken breast, your fish, your beef, chickpeas. So when we recognize there's a lot of different foods we can put on ourselves that are going to make us feel differently. A grilled cheese with mayo is going to make you feel a certain way. And 
two eggs and some avocado slices is going to make you feel a certain way. Bacon and sausage and, and, and Nutella is going to make you feel one way. And a smoothie is going to make you feel another. And it's important to recognize that our behaviors can make us feel better. The problem is most people, when they don't feel good, they don't do anything. I'm going to stay in bed until I feel better because they don't realize that the positivity, it comes from your behaviors. You engage in exercise. It makes you feel better. And thus, it's easier to have that positive mindset. But it's a lot easier when you're in a negative place to say, I don't want to do anything. I just want to lie down. And then that negativity will diminish itself, which it could happen, but just at a slower rate. The big problem here is, look, there's a reason why I mentioned you have a duty to make yourself feel better. You are responsible for your health. And it's not to get super self-helpy and motivational and the music comes in like I'm a preacher. But it's to recognize, like, look, your health is in your hands. You know what you should be doing behaviorally. If there's some things out of your control, like you failed a test that meant a lot to you, that's out of your hands. But you know for a fact that if you went out and exercised right now, it would literally make you feel better. If you went out and saw your friend for coffee, whether you talked about the thing that made you upset or didn't, it would literally make you feel better. Like evidence-based. You have to be committed to making yourself feel better. And when you are committed, you will sacrifice. You will sacrifice the comfort of being in bed. And you'll do things like actually change out of your pajamas. And you'll actually go outside and see some people. That is a sacrifice that you have to make, but you will only make it if you want to be better. Now your question is, Daniel, is there anyone who's not doing well who doesn't want to be better? And the answer is yes. And it's not that they don't want to be better, but they're not willing to do what it takes to be better, to feel better. Is it easier said than done? Absolutely, without a doubt. The question becomes, what are you going to do for yourself? If it's nothing, then it's nothing. If it starts, in my recommendation, is something small, then great, it's something small. You might even say, look, uh, in the mornings, the first thing I'm going to do to wake up is just take a nice shower. It's going to wake me up and I'm going to change out of my PJs. Boom, that's doing something. And you might say, Dan, that's not a big deal. Why is it not a big deal? It depends on the individual. Just because that's not a big deal to me doesn't mean it's not a big deal to you. You might have someone that's never done a push-up in their life and someone who does push-ups all the time. If the guy who does push-ups all the time does like 30 push-ups, I'm not that impressed. But if the individual who's never done a push-up does their first push-up, like that's crazy. I would never look at that person and go, well, what? that's not a big deal. My friend over here can do 30. We can't compare each other because we have different muscles. We've got different backgrounds. He's been practicing for a lot longer. He's a lot more fit. So when you do that push-up, I have to compare you to you. And you three weeks ago couldn't. And we have to celebrate that. So we come back to the question of how to be positive when everything's negative. And, the, and you've got to go through those sequences. I have a responsibility to care for myself. I'm going to look at what I can and what I can't control. And I'm going to identify the things that I can control. I could work out more. I could reach out to my friends more. I could do this more. I could do this less. I could drink less. I could smoke less. I could drink less pop. 
you know what you should be doing that would only benefit your life. The question is, why aren't you doing it? Most people are going to say, oh, well, because I'm lazy. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think deep down you want to protect yourself and your hurts. And you're going, look, I'm comfortable right now. Even though it's negative, it's all I know. And I don't feel good enough to engage in those activities. I don't feel like talking to anyone. I'm in a slump. I don't feel like exercising. And I hear you loud and clear. You got to sit down with yourself and go, look, if I don't feel like seeing a friend or exercising or listening to my favorite music or even going out for a walk, you have to have a very serious conversation with yourself and go, what are we going to do here? If I don't feel like it, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Let's say you don't feel like it for a day. So you don't exercise for a day. That's fine. How about two days? How about five days? How about a week? How about three weeks? How about a month? Do you see where it gets problematic? Eventually, you're going to have to do some things. But most people wait to feel like doing something and then they do it. Believe it or not, I recommend the opposite. Do something and then the feeling will come. Exercise and then you'll feel great as opposed to feeling great and then exercising. And when you begin to voluntarily do things that in the moment you might not feel like doing, you might have a headache so you want to cancel getting coffee with a friend. You might not feel like eating a salad. You just want something greasy and fat and sugary. And it won't be easy. But you know what the long-term decision is. You know which one will be more beneficial in the end. The question is, do you want to get better? And if the answer is yes, what are you willing to do for yourself? Think about everything you've done for your employer to make sure business runs smoothly. Think about everything you've done for your friend. All the favors, this and that, to make sure he's good. What have you done for yourself? Who is responsible for your health? What are you willing to do to make yourself feel better? How much is your health and your mind worth sacrificing for? And if you're in such a bad place, you're like, look, it's so bad, Daniel, I don't want to do anything. No one can make you. But if you decide deep down and go, look, I feel terrible and I don't feel like exercising. I don't feel like going out for a walk, but damn it, I'll push myself and I'll do it anyway. I promise you, you'll start to feel better like evidence-based now. Will it feel incredible the first time? No, that's up for debate. Maybe the second time, maybe the fourth time. But eventually, objectively, you will feel better. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, folks. Stay safe, take care of yourselves. And if there's one last thing I tell you is, don't be too hard on yourselves. Life isn't meant to be easy. Life isn't always meant to be positive. When things get hard, hang in there. Whenever you're in a hard place in life, last thing I want to say, I want you to think about one word. Whenever life gets tough, I want you to think temporary.
the predicament that I am in is temporary. And this too shall end. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Bye-bye.